Hello again, everyone. Welcome into Kicks and Dribbles. I'm Dan McClay. As we come to you this evening, looking at more um, soccer being played around the world, more leagues opening up. This is a great uh, time. Uh, finally, we're getting over this pandemic that has shut down sports for the most part around the world. But soccer, Ojogo Bonito, is uh, up and playing again. Unfortunately, the last bastion we have for world football is South America and Latin America in general. Costa Rica is the only league that is playing in Latin America right now. Uh, we've got other leagues around the world playing. The English League is going to start up this week. Spain, La Liga has already started. Italy, Serie A starts up on uh, this weekend. Primera Liga in Portugal is starting. Austria, the Bundesliga is going. Uh, Belarus, Premier League. Germany, Bundesliga 2 is going. Uh, the Extraslasa in Poland is up and running. Premier League in Russia is up and running. The Superliga in Turkey going. Uh, as I mentioned, South America... Still not going because these uh, countries have been hit really hard. On uh, Sunday, for example, they're going to postpone Uruguay and Chile, Colombia and Peru, and that's in Copa America competition, which is really sad. The uh, UEFA co competition, however, is going to get a breath of fresh air. UEFA is focusing on the country of Portugal for the end of the Champions League uh, round-robin tournament. Looks like the final games will be played in Portugal. Of course, Portugal's got some great stadiums, some beautiful stadiums. They've got the, the venues to host these kind of games up in Porto, down south in uh, Faro, and also in Lisbon and other uh, uh, cities around the uh, country. So focusing on Portugal for the UEFA finals of the UEFA championship, this would be a great thing. So uh, the uh, logistics are still being worked out by UEFA themselves, and uh, we will have all the details as soon as they become available. But I'm really excited about this, that UEFA is finally getting to the point where we can focus on Champions League and finishing up the Champions League and getting uh, ready for next year. Uh, La Liga, as I said, in Spain has started. They started on the 10th, and the game, as uh, I hyped uh, before on the show, was uh, the game that started the whole La Liga thing back again was Real Betis and um, – and, um, Real Betis and uh, Sevilla. Um, Sevilla, of course, and Real Betis are, um, are rivals being in the same town as Sevilla. So uh, on, uh, so that was a great uh, start. It was two to nothing, Sevilla beating Real Betis. Um, Sevilla dominated the game, but Real Betis didn't look the half bad. So we'll see how they go uh, down, the, down the stretch toward the end of the league. Then on Friday, there were two games in La Liga. Granada hosted Hetafe. Granada coming out with a 2-1 win there. Valencia and Hetafe uh, playing um, rather Valencia played Granada and uh, Granada beat them 2-1 and Hetafe uh, came in later, later on. Now on Saturday, Espanyol shut out uh, Celta de Vigo 2-0. Alaves uh, lost to Villarreal at home 1-0. Uh, this was on Saturday and Alaves ended up the game with 10 men. Um, Leganes lost to Valladolid 2-1 at home, and Barcelona went on the road to Mallorca. Whenever you go to Mallorca, you want to play well because it's such a great environment. Uh, Barcelona took care of Mallorca with no problems on that game Saturday, 4-0. Then on Sunday, we had Athletic Club um, tying Atletico Madrid at home, 1-1. Real Madrid was home at the uh, Bernabeu, Hosting Ibar, that was a 3-1 win for Real Madrid. 
Real Sociedad and Osasuna played at Sociedad, that game ending up as a 1-1 tie. Um, on Tuesday, Hitafe, um, Hitafe lost to Villarreal at home 1-0, which is kind of surprising because Hitafe's had such a great season so far. They're coming out of the gate a little rusty, but they played at home, and apparently Villarreal was, uh, was uh, up to the task. Now, Mallorca went to Espanyol over there in Barcelona. Espanyol got a red card in the first half. However, finishing the game with 10 men, no problem. They were able to hold a tie and get that point. So Espanyol and Mallorca drew it nil-nil. Barcelona was home to Leganes, and Barcelona won that game 2-0. Barcelona is still on top of the La Liga at 61 points. Real Madrid, though, just two points behind at 59. Then Sevilla is eight points back at 51. Real Sociedad at 47 and Hatafi at 46. Boy, what about Real Sociedad? Here's a team that's come out of nowhere. Now, they play up there in the Basque country in northern Spain. Uh, Imanol Aguasil is their coach. What a great player he was back in the day when he played up there for uh, Real Sociedad. And uh, he's done a great job with his team. Doesn't have a whole lot of payroll. And this is a team that focuses mainly on Spaniards. And uh, he has got this team playing some great football. Uh, they're only four points out of third place in La Liga, which is quite a, a deal indeed. And I, I just, you know, I'm amazed at what Aguasil has done with this team. He uh, he signed a new contract back in January uh, 2020, and um, he'll be there until at least 2023, I believe. Uh, but he has um, apparently found favor with the fans. The fans, of, a lot of them remember him when he played, and uh, he's just a great guy. And so he's got this team playing really well. Keep an eye on Real Sociedad down the stretch. They could cause uh, some problems and maybe try to steal that third that uh, third place from Sevilla. Again, Sevilla sitting at 51, Sociedad at 47. Now, don't give up on Hatafi because Hatafi from Madrid is right behind Sociedad at 46 points, and they've got some games coming down the road where they can uh, make some hay too. So we've got a real good race setting up for the top uh, five teams in La Liga coming down the stretch. And, of course, we've got these games starting up now, and it's looking really promising for a great finish in La Liga. Now, on Wednesday, Valladolid is going to host Osasuna, and Celta de Vigo is going to host Atletico Madrid, while um, Ibar is going to host Atletico um, Club Atletico. So Wednesday is going to be very interesting to see indeed on La Liga. Then on Thursday in La Liga, you've got Alaves, uh, hosting Real Madrid, and Valencia is going over to Real Sociedad. On Friday, Granada is going to go to Mallorca, and Villarreal is going to go to Leganes. And then the big game on Friday, and this is going to be on BN Sport in the afternoon at 4 o'clock Eastern time. Now, I know that sounds late, but remember, in Spain, <laughs> they do everything very late, especially on the weekends. Uh, being in Spain several times, I have actually seen restaurants open for dinner at 10 o'clock at night. So this is not surprising that at about uh, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock uh, Spain time, uh, Sevilla is going to host Barcelona. That's going to be Friday, be in sport, but that's at 4 o'clock in the afternoon, Friday afternoon, 3 o'clock central time, Sevilla hosting Barcelona. Don't miss that one. Okay, so that's La Liga. They're up and running and going again. That's so glad to have their competition uh, to report about because it's great, uh, great soccer there. Now let's move to the Bundesliga over there in Germany who uh, was the first one to start up uh, from the pandemic. Now, back on the 12th, Hoffenheim hosted Leipzig, and that was a 2-0 win for uh, Leipzig on the road. Then on the 13th, it was Freiburg tying Wolfsburg at Wolfsburg 2-2. Two -two. 
Dusseldorf lost to Dortmund at home. 1-0. Big win for Dortmund there. Dortmund, of course, second place in the Bundesliga. And Aaron Holling, of course, is their superstar. He has got that team on his shoulders, and he is taking them for the ride, hopefully looking for that top spot. But they've got like seven points to make up in four games in order to take the title. So if they can get second place, that would be a very, very good uh, uh, situation for Dortmund. And Holling, of course, has gotten a lot of the credit for that. Hertha Berlin on the 13th had a rather rough time at home. Eintracht Frankfurt came in there. I don't know what happened with Hertha Berlin. They've been riding such a good uh, little wave since the pandemic uh, had uh, kind of gone, gone away. And Hertha Berlin had come out uh, looking really, really sharp. But Eintracht Frankfurt came to the uh, Olympic Stadium there in Berlin, dominated the game, came away with a 4-1 to one win, which kind of shocked some people. Union Berlin, on the other hand, went on the road, and they went to Cologne and came away with a 2-1 win. Werder Bremen had no problem with last place Powderborn in Powderborn's house. Werder Bremen winning 5-1. Bayern Munich taking care of uh, Gladbach at Munich by a score of 2-1. Now, if you look at the Bundesliga standings real quick, and then we'll get some other scores, uh, Bayern Munich is on top at 73 points, while Dortmund is in second place at 66. Leipzig at 62. There's only about four games left in the season or four weekends left in the season for the Bundesliga. And then hopefully, um, looks like Bayern Munich is going to take this unless they have a complete implosion. Uh, but again, hats off to Dortmund for a great season. Uh, Bayern Munich, as usual, they're, they're great, uh, great players. And so we'll, uh, we'll hopefully move into next season and maybe get a little bit closer with that Dortmund-Bayern Munich rivalry toward the top of the Bundesliga. Now, on the 14th, Augsburg went to Mainz, and Augsburg came away with a 1-0 win. Schalke uh, came away with a 1-1 tie at home with Leverkusen. Then on the 16th, Mucin Gladbach shut out Wolfsburg at Gladbach, 3-0. Um, then on, uh, on Tuesday, uh, Bremen's going to be hosting Bayern Munich. Freiburg hosted Hertha Berlin, and Union Berlin was host to Powderborn. You'll notice that this Berlin rivalry between Union Berlin and Hertha Berlin has kind of become interesting, and they're scheduling their games now with one team at home and one team on the road. You're never going to see both Berlin teams at home at the same time. Again, this rivalry has gotten a little bit more intense. It's kind of interesting to watch because, again, Union Berlin has not been in the picture for so many years. So we're keeping an eye on this. It's really getting exciting to watch as the years develop. Okay, on Wednesday the 17th, you've got Eintracht Frankfurt hosting Schalke. Dortmund's going to be hosting Mainz. Dusseldorf's going to travel to Leipzig. Cologne's going to go to Leverkusen. And then on uh, and then Hoffenheim's going to go to Augsburg. Now, on Saturday, very interesting matchup. Uh, and this is going to be on the Spanish channel TUDN at 8.30 in the morning Central Time, which is 9.30 Eastern. Uh, this is the game that, that uh, a lot of people will be looking at. Hertha Berlin is going to be hosting Bayern Leverkusen. Now, Leverkusen is only five points from third place. And if they can get a win on the road at Berlin uh, at the Olympic Stadium, then uh, that can make that uh, top of that Bundesliga just a little bit more interesting. So, again, that's Bayern Leverkusen going to Hertha Berlin on Saturday. And that's at uh, 8.30 Central Time. TUDN is the network carrying it. It's a Spanish network. If you do not understand Spanish, you can just turn down the sound but watch the game because these are two uh, excellent teams. Now, Hertha Berlin has dropped to 11th. They've hit a little bit of a skid. 
But um, I'm, I know that her, that coach is going to have her Hertha Berlin playing very well. So it's going to be a good game. Leverkusen and Hertha Berlin on Saturday. So again, that Bundesliga, Bayern Munich, Dortmund, and Leipzig 1-2-3 and three, with Bayern Munich at 73 points so far. Okay, more soccer to talk about. And this is great because we've got more leagues starting up. The Italian league is getting ready to get up and get going. Now we've got Coppa Italia going on. And back on the 11th, Juventus and AC Milan played at Juventus. That was a 0-0 draw. Then on the 13th, we had Napoli and Inter playing, and that was a 1-1 draw. Now on the 17th, Napoli and Juventus are going to play in the final at Napoli. This is going to be an interesting game. Let me tell you right now, this is a rivalry in Italy. Uh, Juventus has got a lot of teams they're rivalries with, but Napoli, whenever Juventus comes to Napoli, that town comes to a complete grinding halt. There are people outside the stadium. There are people listening to the game. It is, it's just amazing. Now, of course, with this situation with the pandemic, you're not going to have any fans in the stadium. So there are going to be a lot more people around that stadium in Napoli. It's a great stadium, too, and a great atmosphere uh, game day. So you've got Juventus at Napoli on Wednesday, which is going to be on ESPN. That's right, regular ESPN. It'll be at 3 o'clock Central Time, which is 4 o'clock uh, Eastern Time. So you're going to want to watch this. Juventus playing Napoli. This is the final of the Copa Italia. Two excellent soccer teams. Then on the 20th, that Saturday, is when uh, uh, the uh, Italian league gets uh, starting once again. You've got two games going. You've got Torino and Parma. Torino, the home team. And Cagliari is going to travel to Hellas Verona, which will be a good matchup. Then on Sunday, Sassuolo is going to travel to Atalanta. And Inter, up there in Milan, is going to host Sampdoria. I am so glad to see the Italian league up and running once again because this country was devastated uh, by the uh, pandemic. And uh, they're still trying to you know, recover from all of that happened. A lot of businesses were put out of business. A lot of people's lives were affected in, in more ways than one. So it's good to see the Italians once again up and uh, getting with their uh, soccer, which, of course, is their, their big thing there in their country. So uh, don't forget ESPN now, 3 o'clock Central Time. Uh, Juventus is going to be playing at Napoli on the 17th, which is Wednesday. Okay, now moving on. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> the EPL is starting up. Yeah, the English Premier League. As you know, the Scottish League was canceled. Uh, because of the pandemic, and as well as the French League, also was the uh, rest of the French League was canceled. So we've got the EPL now, and they're going to be figuring out who's going to be doing what um, here coming down the stretch. And what a couple of good games to start uh, on the 17th Wednesday. You got Sheffield United traveling to Aston Villa. Villa is a good team at home. They play always uh, well at home. Now they're going to be playing obviously in an empty stadium. But being at their home grounds, you know there are going to be people outside. They're going to have the support. And so Sheffield United is going to have to bring their A game. Sheffield United down at about the middle, toward the bottom part of the middle of the table. So Bill is going to have to play a good game. Now, this is at noon central time, noon central time on NBCSN. That's Aston Villa hosting Sheffield United. After that game is the big one. And this is a really good one. And it doesn't matter if they're fans in the stadium or not. These are two teams that really play good football. It's going to be Man City hosting Arsenal. That's right, Man City hosting Arsenal. This is Wednesday at 2.15 Central Time. That's 2.15 Central, NBCSN. Arsenal at Man City. Good game there. Now, if, you, if that's not enough for you, 
on Friday, okay, they're going to take Thursday off. Then Friday on the 19th, you've got Norwich City hosting Southampton, okay? That's at noon Central Time on NBCSN. After that one, a big one. Tottenham Hotspur hosting Man United. Yeah, Man United going to Tottenham Hotspur to, <laughs> to visit their old friend Josie Mourinho, okay? 2.15 Central Time, NBCSN for that game. So you got the two games back-to-back on Wednesday and Friday for the uh, EPL. Now, don't fear because there are going to be more games this weekend. NBCSN and um, Fox Sports 1 and 2 are going to be all busy with uh, soccer this weekend. And if you get B in sport, that's going to have the La Liga on it too. So, folks, um, you know, there's soccer around. There's soccer around coming back in the world, and it's great to see. Now, uh, in the EPL, Liverpool has got 80, 82 points. Man City's in second place with 57. So that's a 15, uh, I make that a 25-point gap between the two. So unless Liverpool implodes, they pretty much got the crown wrapped up. But they're playing it out to make sure that they get everything done officially. And I, I admire the EPL for doing this. Leicester City's in third place at 53. Chelsea, 48 points. And then Man United at 45. And I've got a feeling the Man United folks are mad for a couple of reasons. Number one, they're in fifth place in the EPL, which is something they're not really happy about. And secondly, they're behind Man City, Man City being in second place. So a couple of things there that the Man United fans may be uh, grousing and uh, grumbling about here as the offseason approaches. So again, Liverpool with 82 points leading the EPL. And uh, at this point, looks like they pretty much got it. But the EPL is back. Consult your local listings, obviously because NBCSN will be carrying all the games. And from what I'm hearing, uh, probably this weekend, or if not um, next week or next weekend, there may be five games in one day across England. So that would be a soccer lover's delight, you might say, to be watching uh, soccer all across England uh, in one day. Imagine that. Again, uh, Man City Arsenal on Wednesday, that's at uh, 3.15 Eastern time. And then on Friday, the 19th, uh, Tottenham Hotspur hosting Man United. That's at 2.15 Central Time, on N- and both games are on NBCSN. So that's a look at the world soccer as we know it right now. Again, the competitions down in Latin America have been canceled uh, for the moment. No idea when they're going to start up again. From what I'm hearing, things down in uh, La- South America are not very good with the uh, COVID-19 situation. So uh, we can just hope that uh, maybe they'll get the uh, get something done and get uh, these teams back on the field and get them playing because we've got some competitions that need to be finished in order to get the World Cup competitions and uh, decisions made for uh, 2022. Very good. Thanks so much for tuning in to Kicks and Dribbles. I'm Dan McClay, and uh, we will have a full wrap-up next Tuesday on all the games from all the different leagues that now are up and playing and getting their um, getting their final standings going. So uh, Lauren McClay, you know, uh, create or uh, produces uh, Kicks and Dribbles, and of course she does a great job. Uh, John Dang handles our sound, makes sure that the microphones are good, and DC McClay is in our ideas department as well. Again, thanks so much for tuning in. We appreciate having your company, and next Tuesday we'll be back with one more about world soccer. And in the meantime, please wash your hands, Watch that social distancing and don't get too many yellow cards.